Yo, what's going on everybody? Tito here. Before we get the show on the road, please don't forget to like and share this podcast episode. Head over to our website www.maintainthedesign.com to subscribe and keep up with our latest content. This week we caught up with recording artist and producer Babigi Zulu to discuss perceptions towards creativity and music, the true meaning of life, and his latest project, Hello World. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Hello. Uh, you've got it. I just realized at some point you've got to give people the worst in order for them to trust you. People don't trust somebody that's just like everything's thing that i was good at and i just happened to not really be excelling in the other things like um academically or in sports or anything so yeah it allowed me to like um to be isolated in my little corner of music and just kind of learn that all the time i'll spend the weekends you know when people would like go out and stuff i was just like making music so that was my thing yeah and like obviously yeah. bro like you're 16 at the time whatever the case may be like how many projects do you, would you say like you've made from then until now? Because I'm sure you've been experimenting for a long time, you know, to evolve and kind of like master the craft. <laughs> yeah, bro. I've made, I've made a lot of projects, bro. I've made a lot yeah. of projects. I don't even remember how many, bro. I made one in like um, Matric, bro. I'm pretty sure I tried to make one in grade 11. Um, I, I made one in like, I made one in my first year of university. I made one in my second year of university. I might have made like two in my second year of university. Like I just kept on making. 2018, I made one. Um, yeah. 2019, um, I put I put one out, which was just a compilation. And then I made um, Heaven on Earth, which was my EP. And that's when I actually yeah. had started like putting out something that like, okay, this is my sound. Mm-mm. No, that's interesting, man. And like obviously okay you were born in Swaziland right and mm-hmm. you're now living in the eastern no, cape no. Right? yeah uh, my parents are from my parents are from Swaziland i was born in Nelspruit just outside Swaziland oh damn so and now you're living in the eastern cape but from what i understand like you've lived in like many places in the country so uh, yes. how, how has that like actually like assisted you in terms of like your creativity because you've been exposed to so many different cultures places and people you know what i'm saying um yeah uh it's it's exactly that but it's also like a little bit of like uh it's cool to stay in one place because you can form more of an identity that's related to a place but like when you've been to multiple places you don't really identify with any in particular that strongly so you kind of had to like um but yeah it's rich in terms of the value of um you know, knowing the way different dialects and languages work, I can sort of like understand what, you know, in two or three languages, what people are saying to me. So it's, yeah. it's that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of similar to like um, a discussion I had with Pat Faded when I interviewed him as well. I understand you guys are close. Um, yeah. He said the same thing, like when he left the country and then came back to South Africa, because he'd moved around so much, it was very difficult for him to, kind of like reintegrate himself into like South African society, if that makes any sense. So yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's very interesting. And when you were moving around like that, like did you meet musicians in every province that you were at or 
were you kind of making music and like continuing the relationships with the people that you had already known at the time? Mm. Um, I was making music with just two of my homies from high school mm. uh, at the at the time when I started. Um, they still make music, but I'm not really in contact with them like that heavily anymore. I still send them stuff every now and again, but it's like uh, we just live far apart. Yeah. Um, and I'd say only so the only musicians that I knew were from Joburg, Durban, uh, and like here uh here in like pe i didn't know i actually didn't know any artists from east london for yeah. some reason i just yeah. didn't know any artists from there yeah uh, but yeah Grahamstown as well obvious because um i went to university there so yeah knew some artists from no there. man that's interesting and do you feel as if creatives in society today more especially musicians right do you feel like there's room for them to freely express themselves you know based on like their authenticity Mm. Um, I think it's difficult, bro. I think it's difficult because yeah. it's like um, there's so many things you have to contend with. It depends. So th- there's really like there's two parts that you can take. Yeah, one will one will make you get paid and you'll be comfortable, mm-hmm. right? And then the other, you generally uh, you know, disappear into obscurity, but like you're able to do what you really want with, with your art. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the trap with that. I, I just don't think um, many artists that are trying to make a sound that's like mainstream appealing can mm-hmm. fully express that. I can't even do that because it's like, there's just certain uh, expectations that come with an image of being a certain artist from a certain genre, yeah. and especially hip hop. Hip hop's become so, um, intertwined with culture and society that is like the image of what hip-hop is the attitude and the bravado of it yeah. kind of becomes it overshadows the individual mm, mm. and and do you feel as if like as an artist that kind of has to you, you kind of have to like readjust your expectations as well based on the message yeah. you're trying to convey obviously and the sound that you're creating and what you feel is right for you as an artist do you feel like you have to kind of like readjust your expectations and know like which direction you want to head in regardless of what's mainstream at the time or what's popular at the time yeah i feel like you have to i feel like you have to find a balance that's and that's it like um i feel like you just have to be present in 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 the in the moment of time that hip-hop is in listen to hip-hop and then you'll be able to do what you want while still integrating what people are enjoying right now in terms of sound so i Mm. i I, I just made a conscious effort to to be present in, in the moment and listen to what people are making. Because people love that. At the end of the day, you need to catch at least one year, even if you're making your whole entire new genre. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need someone from a, that was previously listening to another genre. So you need to kind of like um, try your hand at something that's already there. Yeah, yeah. You think that hip-hop is too easily accessible, like in society, you know, because obviously, like, it has a, a major influence on a lot of things, you know. But from mm. a cultural perspective, do you think it's too easily accessible? And because it's too easily accessible, do you think that there is, there or there are elements of, like, manipulation of the culture because it's so easily accessible to so many people that might not even know its heritage, where it comes from, and stuff like that? 
yeah, but it's only because it's it's only because it's out there, bro. I think it's the byproduct of being, you know, um, of being the top culture that everybody loves and yeah, yeah. With sounds that everybody loves. So, yeah, it is accessible. I don't mind though, bro. I've never been. Um, I'm not particularly like um, touchy on like who 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 gets to use it or not. Just as long as people, um, yeah, you can see. So you can see when someone's using, appropriating something in a, in a disrespectful way, and you can see when someone's appropriating something, but they're really just trying to be a part of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. That's my yeah. Yeah, because I, I I talk to to a lot of people about this, and some people do get uh, upset, you know, when it comes to that kind of thing, because obviously there are a lot of social issues and injustices that happen, you know, and when they do yeah. happen, people don't say anything, but then when it comes to like certain certain cultural things, then they involve, they want to be a part of it, you know, yeah, yeah, they want to be accepted in that culture, but only when it comes to like the good things about it, not the negative things that happen, you know. Yeah, it's like okay, but then let's say like um you live in a house, right? And you're the youngest sibling. And yeah. your older sibling your your older sibling, you look up to them and you try to you know, you try to be like them as much as possible. Yeah. But you don't realize that like what usually makes your older sibling cooler is that they have like all these responsibilities that have made them mm. into the person that they are that yeah. they're dealing with that you'll never have to deal with. Mm. Um, so, I mean, if you, if you approach that older sibling in a disrespectful way, then it's like, that's something else. Then it's like, yeah. nah, don't do that. If you're just trying to, if you're just trying to be a part, bro, and you, and you want to be like that, it's like, I feel like you can see the difference. It's mm. like the difference between like someone like Mac Miller, who, who proved themselves in the culture, yeah, and yeah. who, 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 who was there for it. Yeah, yeah. Who was there for the moments, who, who wasn't quiet when things were going down versus, you know, somebody else. So, yeah. Somebody else that did the opposite. Yeah. Now, it's always interesting to get people's perspectives, you know, when it comes to these kind of things. Um, so, yeah, bro, like, based on, like, um, your music that I've listened to up to this point, right? Um Yeah. This is just my personal opinion, but you'll tell me if I'm if I'm wrong, right? But it almost seems as yeah. if you've transitioned from being a rapper to being an artist, like being more well-rounded, especially because you're a producer as well. Would you say that's that's a that's the right assessment? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I grew uh yeah I I kind of uh you know at some point um. When you're a hip hop artist, I don't know if this happens for every hip hop artist, but it happened for mm-hmm. me. Just like there starts to be a, a little bit of a disconnect between um, what's expected of you, mm-hmm. like what people expect from a song from you, and like what it is that you you've grown to experience and you've matured to know. Yeah, and the more you know, the less the less you're able to just stick doing the same formula, which is like hip hop. Yeah. Um. So that's why that's why my musicality increased. I just wanted to find more ways to say to say more things, and it just yeah. so happened that to do that, I had to include other elements. And I listened to other artists in order to find out how to do that. 
Yeah. Like, make concepts and stuff. So, yeah. 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 And do you have like a, a preferred genre or do you appreciate music based on how you connect with it? Cause that's the type of person that I am. Like, obviously I have my favorite genres, but like if a song from another genre, whether it's rock, whether it's whatever, if the song yeah. connects with me, then I connect with it based on how I feel. You know, that's almost mm. how I feel that you are based on like the sounds, even like in your music from the pianos to the different types of guitars to the flutes, mm. you know, and all these different types of things. So, you know, how do you, how would you say like you connect with music and do you have like a preferred genre? Yeah, it's what you said, bro. It's what you said. It's, um, I, I don't have a preferred genre. I just, whatever, whatever, whatever hits, hits, bro. If it's good, yeah. it's good. If it evokes your emotion, then that's it for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and which, which genres would you say have been influencing you the most, like as of late? With regards to like the music you've been making, uh, yo, like, um, I don't even know what to call the genre, bro. Like, yeah. it's like, I'm just gonna call it James Blake. James Blake has a genre of his own. I don't know what you call it. It's yeah, like, he just makes his own music, man. Um, and also like folk music, um, country, country esque music. It's not necessarily country. I feel like people have like a sound of country that's like not yeah it's like a pocket of country i don't want to call it country it's not yeah that. it's not that <laughs> it's not like, yeah, and I feel like country music also has a lot of like variations you know exactly like yeah. there's multiple different types of sound when it comes to country music yeah yeah exactly so i mean that that's been influencing me um pop has influenced me a lot like yeah. Billie eilish uh just jesse uh jesse reyes bro um uh and then obviously uh like scissor like yeah you know no nah, man that's dope that's dope and and it's interesting that you say like you don't know how to describe like uh james blake sound or genre kind of thing um yeah that's how i kind of feel like i know that you're a hip-hop artist but that's how i kind of feel about your sound like i know it's hip-hop but like you know, like there's so many sounds and so many different like dynamics and, 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 and layers to your music that I don't know how to describe it. So for someone who would like to like kind of explore your music that doesn't know about you, how would you like describe your sound to them? Um, melodic, melodic, raw and like very, very, um, it has scenes. I make it, it's like, it's in scenes. So it's, it's melodic, yeah. it's very raw and it's like in pockets and parts. So it's like, you're not even in any given song. Yeah. It might not be that what you hear from the beginning is what you hear in the end. It's like, mm. I like transitions. I like buildups. I like, um, I like the, the transition from hard to like, so hard and like banging 808s to like really soft, melodic and calm. Yeah. And like just juxtaposing those two things, so that's 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 what you can expect. This is uh, just uh, in, emotionally evocative. Yeah, and Provoc and like and like you know, you say it's 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 your music is almost like it's like scenes, you know. Um, I do yeah. get like a cinematic vibe when I'm listening to your music. When when people are listening to your music, are you trying to get them to like paint a picture in their head? Or see the story like playing out in their minds because that's how the music kind of makes me feel, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to evoke the same feelings that I got from like a Kanye West or like a Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Like, um, just the concept. So it might not necessarily be like a linear story, um, mm-hmm. like, like chronological order, but it's um more of like, are you thinking about what I'm saying? Are you are you yeah. considering? Um, are you considering the contradictions in what I'm saying? Uh, mm. Almost like the hypocrisy of it between the two because i put that there um intentionally yeah yeah no that's crazy that's crazy and do you play any instruments bro because like i'm saying like your sound is so like diverse like can you actually play any instruments yo so this is crazy right yeah i don't know if you've ever used fruity loops um but like on fruity loops what i do is i literally key by key like put things in yeah, I, I always try to explain this to people. Like, you can do this technically for like any type of like instrument or song. So, if I'm yeah. using a piano or a guitar, um, I have a very light background in instruments. I actually learned a guitar in high school for a period of time. Yeah. Um, and then I just like didn't continue. I I kind of stopped, and I tried to learn piano for a period of time as well, but I kind of stopped. But like, um, the concept of music, I was like a music. I was in the choir and stuff, right? Yeah. So that concept that kind of stuck in my head, like just, I don't know how to explain it. It's not really theory concept, but it's more like um, just understanding the way sound works and the way combining different sounds. Yeah, yeah. You know, different pitches kind of works. So that stuck with me. And then Fruity Loops just allowed me to like, I don't necessarily play the instrument live when, I, when I'm um, making the song. Yeah. I just put the pieces together piece by piece, like each note at a time. And I happen to know for piano where the chords where the chords sit. So on my laptop keyboard, yeah. um, the way it works is that the keyboard works as an actual like piano keyboard. So mm. I play the chords together like that. And uh, I listen to like a lot of like James Blake is really good with the piano. Yeah. So I learned from him like a combination, the combinations of like chords that sound really good together. Mm-hmm. Like, really low chords juxtaposing with the really high chords and how that sounds like good. So I, I kind of put that together mentally and then just like think about a sound that I want and make. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Do you think that like, because of the time that we're living in, like with regards to technology and stuff as well, like it's easier and faster to learn these things. Yeah. Like, does it definitely. make it more like kind of convenient? Definitely. Definitely. And it's, it's everything, bro. It's everything. Yeah. It's just crazy how instantly accessible um, a lot of knowledge is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and with the production side of things, is that something that you taught yourself over time? Or like, how did you go about like getting into production, making beats, mastering, mixing? Yeah. Um, so I'll start with the making beats. Making beats, when I first started we didn't have um at the school I was at, right? It wasn't yeah. like Wi-Fi wasn't that accessible. So like the tutorials and stuff, I only started watching those like maybe um in matric or I think it might have even been my first year of university. Yeah. Um so yeah, I started watching like tutorials and stuff like later on, but at first I kind of had to just like um put stuff there and see what happened. Then I kind of the more you play around with something, you kind of just like you don't really understand it, but you kind of understand what it does. And yeah, I was yeah, working yeah. off that type of logic. Um, mm. 
I just built on that as time passed, but I do watch tutorials even now, every now and again for like uh, mixing and mastering because that's um, that requires a little bit more um, uh, intention. Yeah, yeah. And do you think there'll there'll ever come a time where you lean towards, um, like, let's say you lean more towards producing and not rap as much, or vice versa? Like, do you think that time will ever come, or do you think you're gonna stick to just mastering both of the crafts at the same time? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> nah, yeah. So nah, I don't think I would ever just produce, bro. I couldn't do like um for two reasons. Like the beats that I make aren't generally. I always send people beats, but it's like um I I think that like it's hard to understand the beat. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Beats that I send people, <laughs> it's not really in format of like what people kind of expect. So yeah that's why i don't produce i've tried producing like exclusively and selling beats and stuff but let's just like my beats i don't think they're made for that i have to kind of be i have to be with someone making the beat if they're gonna use the beat um yeah for them intentionally for for an intentional purpose of what they wanted to do with it so yeah yeah Yeah, because i was about to say like do the people around you that have been making music with you for a long time do they more or less understand like the type of beats that you make and are you guys kind of in tune, like are you on the same wavelength mentally? Cause I know you produced a couple of beats on Pat Faded's project, South African broke boy as yeah. well. So how does so, that work? Is it a thing of being on the same wavelength and you being able to cater to their needs based on you understanding them or like, how does it work? Yeah. So that's, so it's exactly that with me and Pat Faded, we sat down with each other and we made beats. Yeah. So Really, most of the tracks that I've made with Pat Faded are, are, are pro, co-produced by Pat Faded. It's like he picks the samples. Uh, he a lot of the drum structure, like he has say in that. Like so, he tells me, "Yo, move this to there, move this to there." Yeah. Um, even with the 808s, even down to the mixing, bro. So it's like um, that's what I that's what I enjoy doing. But I can't just like um, uh. I can't just be like churning out beats and then like putting them in places like that never works for me. I have to yeah. be with an artist and understand what they want. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I hear you. And when you are a hybrid, like, so when you can produce and you can rap and you can kind of sing, you know, when you have all those gifts and those talents, yeah, do you yeah. feel like your sound evolves faster or you're forced to kind uh, of like, um adapt because obviously like you're listening to more music you're listening to different sounds you're trying to get inspired by way more things so how does having like different types of skills um develop you as an artist you know how's that growth like is it is it different to like someone who just raps or just produces or you know are there any differences yeah bro well for me personally it just kind of feels like um that's how it allows me to make a fuller song. It allows me to make a so- like a song itself instead of just like a, just like a really nice verse. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Painting that entire picture in all the different pockets that it has, because like in any given song, even if you were just rapping on it, you're gonna have to have like some type of like you have like ad libs, and then you have like mm. sometimes you have like in the past, like back in the 2010s, you used to have those backup backup singers backup vocalists yeah yeah, that yeah. Stuff. but it's yeah. never just the rap just that alone is kind of it, it it's a little bit of a skeleton so yeah mm. yeah and 
where would you say like you're trying to you're trying to take your career obviously we spoke about you know the the modern day creative the 21st century creative and you know there being room for them to express themselves and being accepted you know for who they are you know based on their authenticity so where would you as a creative like where would you say you're trying to like take this where you're trying to go with this or is it just a passion of yours that you're pursuing and you you're developing as time goes or do you have like an end goal that you're trying to reach Mm. yeah um what i want to do is to basically be able to create some sort of like a uh, I don't even know how to explain it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm trying nah, to explain. Break it, it down as difficult. well as you can, man. Yeah, man. To create, basically, just creating creating space for people to create without having to um without having to adhere to um the requirements that you normally would have to under. Yeah under labels and within an industry. So now um, we're, we're kind of what we do. A lot of it kind of revolves around, you know, having to hit certain numbers and metrics and Mm. we need to do that in order to progress. But I feel like the best type of creativity will come out when we can create space for people to start, just make things, just make things, no matter what it is, music, um, architecture, fashion and clothing even just like innovative things that help people so like practical things that help people on everyday basis but take away the need for us to focus on like where we're going to get funding i want to be able to have either funding and and provide a space for people to work without thinking about any of that that's that's my end goal yeah uh, with everything that i do yeah no that's interesting man and would you say that there are things that you're doing at the moment, which you don't have to disclose, but would you say there are things that you're doing at the moment to kind of, you know, get to that goal besides actually just making music? Yeah, there's definitely. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting, man. And um, you say you make music to evoke emotions, right? And to get people to consider certain things. So. Yeah. What type of what type of are there specific emotions that you're trying to get people to feel um, when they're listening to your music? And if there is, like, what are those emotions? And like, what what are you trying to get people to consider when they listen to your music? Um, okay, so there's like the there's more direct messaging, which is like um, what the songs actually like about off your first listen. So if you're listening to the hook, like, okay, what am I catching this about? It's about, um, it's, it's about, uh, love or it's about like, um, okay. Yeah. It's just flexing on this one or whatever. Right. Yeah. At a deeper level though. Um, I try to get people to, to, to resonate towards like the different like extremes of what it is to be like human. Yeah. So it's like, and yeah, I I try to make sure if you're listening carefully, I try to make sure to include the best and the worst of me. Yeah. Um, musically, as a responsibility, even though like you know, ideally a person is improving. So maybe the worst of you was like based off an experience from like years ago. Mm. You just kind of pull that back in because. 
I just want to keep that 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 uh, that duality, th- those those contradictions there, to make people like understand that, like, okay, I'm trying to, I'm not like preaching a concept, but I'm trying to say that there is this idea of like we can be better, mm. and at the same time show that I'm saying this from a perspective of someone that's not better, that's actually there, that's actually the worst, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, this is the potential of what it could be. So I always want yeah. to do that in different ways. Yeah. And, and that must obviously take like a lot of vulnerability for you to do, you know, because you're letting people into a side that's not really favorable to you personally, of course. Um, yeah. so like, how do you deal with that mentally? Like what, what actually like pushes you to be like, I want people to see this side of me musically and like, how do you, how do you decide what it is you want people to understand and what it is people what you want people to kind of like see based off maybe like your negative side. Cause I don't feel like a lot of people do that musically, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's funny because like, it's just like, it's, it's the inner thoughts, bro. Mm. I don't know if you ever just, if you're ever just thinking to yourself, if you're like an overthinker and you know, um, you have any like type of consistent worry about like what people may see when they look at you. Yeah. That's, that's what kind of inspires it, but it's, it's taking it away from just thinking it in your head to putting it into music and then mm-hmm. you can look at it for yourself and that kind of helps you. Yeah. But, uh, same time, um, people are very perceptive, bro. And like people are cynical. So, uh, you've got it. I just realized at some point you've got to give people, the worst in order for them to trust you. People don't trust somebody that's just like everything's rainbows and sunshine. It's just like yeah. not. You don't think um, so, bro. I the people generally do not gravitate towards that in my experience. Like people th- that's like kind of suspicious if somebody's just like too if something's too good to be true, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. kind of have to to make people comfortable. It's cool to show a bit of the worst. And segue it into how you can be better. If I'm just showing my worst thoughts, you know. Yeah. But yeah, to each his own, you know. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And like, do you feel as if with what you're doing, it's something that you're willing to take time on? You know, without really looking at what's going on and what the responses are, do you feel as if like you're ready to like actually kind of play the long game to get to your ultimate goal, you know? Yeah, I am, bro, and I am like right now, and I've been considering that more and more. Mm. Um, I, you know, uh, I've been considering that like right now. I have like a lot of time, and mm. I have the luxury of not really being like well known. Yeah. So that um, by the time I am well known, I have something compelling to pitch to people about myself musically and otherwise and all the different facets yeah. I can say, okay, I'm trying to do this. If you support the vision, mm. you know, follow with that by the time I get any type of mainstream appeal. So that's, um, I guess if that's answering your question, I don't know if I answered your question with that. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely did. And we, we spoke about authenticity um, just now. Do you feel as if, because I, I always hear musicians saying, well, actually, I was actually discussing this with a couple of guys the other day to be like, yo, 
like music is so cutthroat. Like it's one of those things where people would say like, if you're going to get into music, you got to do it like wholeheartedly. Like it's not something that you can kind of like, you know, be unsure about, you know, it's something that you actually have to feel internally and something that you actually kind of want to do. At least that's the social like perception of music and people's expectations. Right. So do you feel like that adds additional pressure on people when they are making music and maybe like their career is not developing the way that they thought it would, or they're not getting the appreciation or responses that they, that they initially wanted. Like, do you think that affects people as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does. I, I think it's, it's, it's less music and it's more the music industry. I just don't think people make that distinction enough when they're explaining those things to people. Mm-hmm. Music itself didn't do anything to anyone it doesn't have any expectations of people um yeah uh competitively um the music industry does if you're trying to break into the music industry and that's yeah 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 hence like for me um as a producer i'm just having to be blessed so that i can make beats that can like that i can use to get myself into the music industry yeah i can make it at a frequency that's competitive and I subscribe to that only because I'm trying to do something that will allow people later on to not have to do that. But I, generally speaking, I, I I just don't think it's that effective for us to be functioning in such a capitalistic way with something that's creative. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't think it's conducive to making the best product. It's making a lot of product. At, yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of volume and quantity, but it's not making... It's not making quality. And yeah. Yeah. Now that's a really interesting take, man. And you've just released a, a new project titled Hello World. And yeah, I didn't get to like, the thing is with me, like when I listen to a project, I did listen to it, but I need to listen to a project more than once to kind of get a, an idea of what's going on, you know, and have my own opinions on what I felt, you know, and, and what was going through my mind when I was listening to this, right? But from what I have, like, picked up on is that it is, there are elements of it surrounding love, right? So, yeah. like, what were you, when you made this project, like, what were you trying to convey? Like, what message were you t- trying to communicate, you know, since you do say that, like, you know, you make music to make people feel a certain way, you know, and evoke certain emotions. So what were you going for in this project? You know, what was your intention? Um, all the different ways that the the ego manifests this need to be known by others, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we look for that. We look for that acceptance in like so many different ways. Yeah. I try to cover as many of them as possible. We look for that through through ego and bravado, mm. and through you know trying to portray an image of ourselves that's tougher than maybe it is. We look for that through, um, through, um, you know, romance and like, you know, um, people, individuals sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I try to center it back to like, I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think that you can necessarily find it in all those different places. I think the common, so the, the track that tried to culminate all of that together was track seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was, I was just trying to say that we're looking for it in all those different places. 
it's not necessarily there. I try to posit where I think you may find it. I don't know if that's like the ultimate truth of the gospel, but that's like, you know, the conclusion that I came to towards the end of the, towards the end of the project. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And would you say it's centered mostly around self love or love amongst like us as a human race, you know, love amongst us? Like, how would you, how would you say you see it? Mm. Um, I would say it's like a it's it's a combination. It's it's a combination of both, but it, it's it's not like it's it's not imposing, if anything. Yeah. So it can be self love, or it can be love for others, but it's not trying to. It's not trying to stick out. It's not attention seeking in any way. It's not like um, it's not. You know, at its best, it's 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 just calm. It's just Pure. calm. That's a, yeah, it's just calm. It's like it it takes what it takes, and it's just it's faithful. It's not based on fear. So, mm. first track, fear and faith, is basically will give you the two different modes of experiencing yeah. that feeling. Mm. When you're experiencing something out of fear, you, you're experiencing out of you feel like this can be taken away, like you might not have it forever, or you feel like, you know, the fear of being alone, or you know, mm. it's a constant fear of having to earn or lose something. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a mentality of like scarcity of it, like it's something that can disappear or get away from you. Yeah. Versus faith, it's like you just let it happen and mm. you see what the cause before. Yeah. That's very deep, bro. And what would you say your perception is on um, life or a higher power? You know, you don't. We don't have to get like too religious, but like, like, what do you, what do you think? Like, why do you think that we're here? And what do you think <laughs> our our purpose is? And why is it important for us to be like thinking about these kind of things? You know, because I feel like a lot of the time we kind of go on autopilot. More especially, you know, you spoke about ego, more especially when the ego takes over, you know, yeah. and we're not thinking about our true selves internally, but we, we're being led by something else, you know, that's within all of us, you know, at any type of capacity. So, like, what's your perception, bro? Like, what do you, why do you think you, we're here? Where do you think that we're going? Like, what what is all of this? Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, <laughs> now, nah, right. Deep I, question, I, I know. Sorry, I'm just trying to understand, a, get your perspective on this. That's a really good question, bro. Um, I, I'm actually like pretty, I'm actually religious, but yeah. it's like religious. But then, so for me, I, I'm in a strange place where I, I kind of understand like the construct of religion. Mm. I kind of understand that it's also like in a lot of ways man made and like. Um, yeah put for structure yeah but i like I, I kind of grew to appreciate the structure so i you know um yeah besides all of that right that yeah. aside the spiritual aspect of it um yeah i i believe that it's important to believe in some sort of higher power because well for me yeah personally because what happens is you're either believing that something else is responsible for the things you can't control or you're mm. believing that you are responsible for the things you can't control. I yeah. just think that can drive you to going 
crazy and doing things that's like it just doesn't lead to peace in yourself if you think you can if you think that you have to solve the world's all of the world's problems like mm-hmm. i just think and it's something that i have to as a creative there's a huge temptation to want to solve everybody's problems that's what because yeah, creativity yeah. is essentially problem solving and you're mm. doing it all the time and so without knowing it you know you might end, end up finding yourself in a position where you're trying to you're trying to play god so i think that like um having something that you believe in that's bigger than yourself and more powerful than yourself yeah um, has helped me um having some type of on top of that for me having some type of religion and structure in terms of having um principles and values that i believe in that i follow yeah um, you know no matter how loosely or tightly i follow them sometimes yeah yeah but, yeah you know you just you, you got to try cuz it it these things whether you believe so even if none of these things are true right mm. a lot of principles it's like if you don't stick by them you can materially see that they will affect you and it'll yeah affect things will happen like things yeah. that cause an effect so it just makes sense to me like at a logical level and at a spiritual level yeah yeah do you think it instills some 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 form of discipline naturally because as human beings we do need discipline you know in order to survive almost you know exactly in order to survive it's- and in order to kind of be how can i say or how how can i put this but to kind of like be i wouldn't say a good influence you know but to represent some sort of positive aspect in society you know do we do need mm. some level of like discipline you know in order for humanity and for societies to survive ultimately so it, you think exactly. there's a there's a high level of discipline you know that these things kind of like add to somebody's life even if they aren't real like you're saying cuz ultimately we'll never know if we're being honest yeah because yeah, yeah. I don't think it's possible for like any man or woman or human being to give a definition of who or what God is. I don't think we understand. I think it's you know beyond us and yeah. our understanding yeah. personally. That's just what I believe. Yeah, yeah. And um, would you say music's like a a form of therapy for you? Almost like a diary, you know, a place where you can actually like. How can I say? Express yourself, you know, in a form of like uh, reflection, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a friend, bro. It's a friend. It's a confidant, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Music, you know, if you create any type of thing, yeah, it's like you can go back to it when people aren't there. You can go back to it in the middle of the night. You can go back to it like at like two a.m. If you wake up from a bad dream, you can go back. Music is music is always you know um, there. So I think that's the role that it plays. I, th- I guess you can call it that. Like, mm. um, yeah, therapeutic. But like, obviously, I mean, yeah. So, uh, um. It's to an extent, bro, because you yeah. know, you're kind of talking to yourself in music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that can only get you so far. You kind of also need, you know, healthy social interactions. So, yeah. that's important. Yeah. And other than, like, you 
producing, making music and putting it out there, is your music something that you listen to yourself over time? Or is it something that you just create? Obviously, you're going to listen to it to hear what it sounds like and whether or not you're happy about what you've created. But once you put it out there, you know, for the rest of the world to to hear, you know, and listen to, um, is it something that you listen to or do you just put it out there and that's that, like that's something that you did and it's out of the way? Because I know some artists that do that, they'll create something, put it out and never listen to it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I, I, I do a weird thing. I do a weird thing, bro. I, um, to each person. So let's say I send a track to Pat Fader, right? Mm. And it's unreleased. Every time I know somebody else is going to be listening to a track. Yeah. I listen to that track as well, but I try to listen to it from like the fresh perspective of them thinking through their mind. I don't know why I do this. I just, do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I end up playing my album to myself a couple of times in the process of releasing it. Um, yeah. And then after, but after a while, um, I don't, uh, yeah. After a while I stop just cause you know, by the time you've like released music, you've heard the mix of it. Like so many times it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Kind of get tired of it a little bit. I just want to make like the next thing. Yeah, and how do you switch out like from that like state? Like, how do you put yourself in somebody else's shoes to kind of like hear what's going on? Like, how do you see your own music from fresh eyes and a fresh perspective? That must be hard to so, do. So you you can't really because I mean it's always from your mind. You can never really know what somebody else is gonna think about it. But it's like, um, I don't know, bro. I just re react. I just re react to it like it's fresh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, man, that's really interesting, bro. Um, shout out for pulling through to have this conversation. It was really yeah, interesting. Man. And like, before you Thank go, you. bro, um, is there anything you'd like the listeners to know? Can you talk them through where they can like listen to your new project? Away. Uh, so yeah, Zulu. Uh, you can catch my music on my Instagram, my IGTV. I put a lot of the music there. Well, I'm going to put a lot of the music there soon. So the full versions of the song will be on IGTV. Uh, you can catch it on SoundCloud. You can catch it on YouTube. Um, and you'll soon be able to catch it on www.lightwave.com for an augmented reality experience of my music. So that will be coming out very, very soon. And yeah, you can follow me on Instagram for more updates. That's where most of my updates will be. Uh, what are the handles, bro? Twitter. What are the handles? At Bobby, at Bobby Gizulu on Instagram and at Bobby Gizulu on Twitter. And yeah, yeah that's it. Nah, shout out, man. Shout out, bless.